Welcome to Mobile Musings, sponsored by Beyond Your Past Radio. Short weekly podcasts recorded while driving or out walking with nothing more than a mobile phone and my thoughts about life, mental health, seeing the world differently, and how we can make a difference in the lives of others. So let's see what's going on on this episode. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey everybody, what's shaking? Welcome back to another episode of Mobile Musings. Matt right here with you. And I'm not very mobile today. Um, in fact, I'm rather stationary in my house. It is raining outside and I don't really have any errands to do or any reason to drive or anything. And I'm not really keen on walking in the rain and trying to record and all that kind of stuff. So we'll do a Mobile Musings uh, from here behind the mic. Uh, like we would normally record a podcast. And then once the next nice day is out and I have a chance to get outside again, or if I get inspired while driving, we'll record another episode. But for now, we are mobile musing it uh, behind the mic. So something that would be kind of cool to talk about, uh, something to discuss for a little bit here. And by the way, I do realize that some of these mobile musings are a bit longer than 10 minutes. I'm trying to keep them between or like under 15 minutes, but, you know, we're kind of learning as we go. Sometimes things run a little bit longer, um, but, you know, generally these podcasts are shorter episodes than the regular full-length ones that Joanne and I do on Mondays or record and publish on Mondays. So in any event, these might be a little longer than 10 minutes sometimes, maybe they're 15 minutes, but hopefully that's cool with you. So I was thinking about a topic around anxiety that we discussed recently on the daily recovery support calls. Um, we discussed anxiety quite a bit on the calls. And in this particular call, we were talking about just some general anxiety tips and ways that we can reframe and change thoughts and ways that anxiety wants us to expect the worst, wants us to doubt ourselves, wants us to use black and white or extreme thinking, wants us to try and believe that we are incapable all these types of things that if you live with anxiety, you know, happen on a regular basis. And as we know too, um, and just as a quick review, just because you're anxious doesn't mean you have anxiety, right? So we're not trying to minimize anybody or anything like that, but there is a difference between feeling anxious versus full-blown anxiety, right? So for those that really struggle with anxiety, and even those who have a lot of anxious feelings, this kind of stuff can really help um, in terms of the strategy I'm going to share. And that is understanding that As much as you want to try and do it, you simply cannot prepare for the worst case scenario. You cannot prepare for every contingency, every possible thing that could go wrong, that might go wrong, that might go sideways on any given event or project or scenario or whatever the case may be in your life. And I'll give you a little bit of a personal example, which you'll be able to apply to your life. Uh, It's the same principle. It's just something that I've been working through in my own life recently. So for many of us, The doctor or the dentist or any kind of medical procedure can be a huge anxiety rush, right? You feel vulnerable, you feel scared, you're worried, um, you know, you just feel helpless because you're sitting in that chair or you're in that waiting room or whatever. And it's just, you know, somebody's there is going to tell you something or, or do some kind of procedure. And you're just like, I'm not having any parts of this. I know it's a necessary evil. I got to do it, but I don't like it. And you feel anxious, you worry. It's something that can keep you up at night. It's something that can affect your every part of your life leading up to and right after whatever the event might be. So for me, in this particular instance, I am having uh, some outpatient surgery at the end of June. 
So quick backstory. I went and saw an ENT doctor about a month ago, and he scheduled me for a CT scan of my sinuses. And so I went and had the scan, got the results the next day, and they confirmed what the doctor said, and that it's probably going to be some outpatient surgery. And that will be scheduled um, near the end of June now, as I found out the other day. So I could easily take this and run with it and just go completely off the deep end, right? I could start worrying. I could start trying to analyze everything and just putting myself down in a place that is not healthy, right? So tell me if this sounds familiar or if you can relate to this. What if the surgery doesn't go right? What if it doesn't work? What if the doctor is having a bad day and isn't prepared to do this surgery? What if the hospital short-staffed? What if the recovery takes longer? What if I develop an infection? What if I don't have people here to help me when I need it? How is it? How is my work going to be affected? How is my uh, home life going to be affected? How far out should I plan on being out of commission, right? All these types of things and many more can go through your head in a split second. And if you allow yourself to go down the rabbit hole of each one, suddenly you find yourself staying up at night, worrying, thinking, overanalyzing, trying to overplan, trying to compensate and adjust and be ready for any possible scenario, 99% of which you have zero control over, right? I have no control over the mood that doctor is going to be in, no control over the staff of the hospital, no control over the condition of the hospital. I have no control over how my body is going to heal other than to follow the directions of my doctor and get plenty of rest and do what he, he says. But beyond that, my body is going to heal in whatever way it's going to heal. And that may take a week. It may take a couple of weeks. It may take a month. But I have no way of knowing if I'm going to be that person that takes longer to heal. And on that same note, I have no reason to believe that I'm going to be that same person that takes longer to heal. If the research I see and what the doctor says that recovery time is about a week and then after about three weeks or four weeks, you're pretty much back to whatever your normal life is, then I have no reason to believe otherwise, right? Unless he tells me something to the contrary, me going down the rabbit hole of wondering how I'm going to react and how I'm going to heal and what's going to happen is not going to serve me. It's going to keep me up at night. It's going to give me headaches. It's going to make me feel nauseous. It's going to make me irritable. It's going to perhaps... And cause other health problems, not the least of which is more anxiety, which can lead to high blood pressure and all kinds of things. As we know, the physical toll of, of anxiety is, is real. And so for me to go down that rabbit hole, as I like to say, or go down that trail of trying to compensate and worry about everything or plan some kind of contingency for every possible scenario is never going to work because I have no reason to think that anything is going to go wrong other than if I let my mind go down that path. So for me, I'm going to control what I can control, and that is understanding that recovery is usually about a week, and after that, you can return to work, and after about three weeks, you generally feel pretty good. So I'm going to plan on being off work for a week, and then by that second or third week, I'll begin some light stuff, you know, not really doing uh, too much to feel overwhelmed, and then just let it go, right? I have no reason to worry a month after my recovery that I'm going to get an infection and be off work or, you know, not be able to do a podcast or not be able to do a blog or not be able to work with clients because of an infection that could maybe happen. So why go down that path? Allowing myself to feel that way serves me not at all, serves me zero because I can't control it. And so that's how we can really kind of come after anxiety a little bit and come to our own defense, right? Kind of rescue ourselves in this. By simply using good old-fashioned logic and rational thinking. Put your thoughts to the litmus test. Grab a notepad and a pen 
and a red marker or a red crayon or a red pencil or whatever and make a column and at the top of your paper is what the scenario is. Perhaps it's a medical procedure. Perhaps it's some kind of family event you're going to. Perhaps it's a problem at home. Whatever it is that, that you've got going on, write that up at the top. On the left side in the one column, you write all the reasons why it's going to go bad. All of the things that anxiety is trying to tell you, all the reasons you need to worry and overthink and overcompensate and overplan and overanalyze and, and put yourself in a situation to where this scenario is going to adversely affect your life in as many ways as possible, right? So write them all out. No judgment. Just write, write, write until you get them all out. And then on the other side and the other column, take each one of them and ask yourself this, what is the actual true reality that this is going to happen? What proof do I have that this scenario is going to unfold this way, right? Not what my emotions are telling me, not what I think is going to happen, not what somebody told me that they heard from somebody's brother's dog's friend's mother's sister about what might happen one time. What actual proof do I have that this particular thought is going to unfold in this way? Chances are probably not much. And you go down the list every time you read one of those. You consciously say, you know, what proof do I have? What's the rationale behind this? And if there is none. Take a red marker and cross through it and go down the list and you'll probably find you have a whole lot of red marks on that paper. And now, of course, there are going to be some that are rational, right? And we're not saying that you don't plan for things or that you don't, um, you know, put some situations in place where you can um, have the support you need and, you know, ask off the time for work or have babysitters for the kids or whatever it is you need to do. But the key is, is that when there is something that is in your control or that you have reasonable proof that this could go out this way, then you plan for it accordingly and then let it go. If you say that recovery is a week and I need to reschedule a couple appointments and and get somebody to take the dog to the vet and get somebody to take the kids to soccer practice and make sure that somebody covers you for a meeting, then you go ahead and do those things, right? Giving yourself enough time to not have to do these things at the last minute really helps. So then you take a new piece of paper and all the things that do require your attention, you write them out and figure out what you need to do, right? I need to get somebody to cover me here. I need to help somebody do this. I need to have somebody help me take care of that. And then you tackle those over X number of days or a week or whatever it is. And you realize that you've done enough planning and then you let it go. Because you can sit there and easily go back down the rabbit hole of, well, did I plan enough? Well, what if I ask Sally to come over and walk the dog? What if she doesn't do it? What if she gets sick? What's going to happen, right? Well, you have no reason to think that Sally is going to get sick. But anxiety wants you to believe that. So then you start overcompensating. Well, maybe I need a backup to the backup. Maybe I need a backup to the backup to the backup. And suddenly you're back into anxiety again. So you plan put things in place to help yourself. And then you let it go. Your best is good enough. You've done all you can. And then you live your life, you go to work, you you come home, you spend time with your family, with your spouse, with your kids, with your dog, with your cat, with your friends, you do whatever it is you do, knowing that you've done all you can and that the rest will take care of itself. And if something unexpected does come up, you'll be able to handle it because you've got the emotional bandwidth to do it because you didn't spend so much time worrying and losing sleep and not eating right and being irritable and missing work and, and all the things that took up all the energy that you would have had to handle that situation. There's multiple benefits to doing this. And really what it comes down to guys is just interrupting the pattern of anxiety, taking a situation, writing it out, 
using that logic, using that rational thinking. And if that's something that triggers you, like if you don't use, if you don't like the word logic or rational because it's triggering, pick another word, right? Um, pick a safe person to bounce ideas off of whatever you need to do to help you to work through it, getting these things out of your head, out of your emotional mind, which is where anxiety loves to live and getting them out on paper so you can work through them makes you feel more empowered, more in control. And you feel like the situation is much less unbearable because you've got a plan. You've done all you could to take care of yourself and you didn't let anxiety run your life. You took the power back from anxiety, which increases self-esteem, self-confidence. You just feel like you're on top of the world because you conquered this, right? So you celebrate that win and you just really understand that this is a process and that you need to do this multiple, multiple times. Like the, the key to beating anxiety, guys, one of the keys is repetition and consistency. If you just do these kinds of steps or any kind of anxiety strategy once in a while, it's never going to work. Because we have to retrain our brain, right? We have to retrain our minds to think and to act and to react in a new way. And that just takes time and repetition to build those new pathways. So the more you do this, the more this becomes your default pathway, your default coping mechanism, your default strategy, rather than feeling overwhelmed and anxious and just shutting down. So hopefully you guys found this helpful. And just remember, anxiety only has the power that you allow it to have. Take the time to work through the issue. Don't just Take your initial feelings, your initial gut reaction of allowing anxiety to run roughshod over your life anymore. Use these strategies to your advantage. And before you know it, you'll start feeling like, hey, anxiety doesn't really have control of my life anymore. I'm starting to feel a bit more empowered. I've got tools in my anxiety toolbox, right? My anxiety fighting toolbox, if you want to call it that. And so, yeah, let's wrap this up, guys. Um, but it was on my mind. I wanted to share with you. Hopefully you found it helpful. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, definitely uh, giving us some feedback. We always appreciate that. Just head over to Beyond Your Past Radio. Uh, you can fill out the contact form, let us know your thoughts, or just say hello. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a review on your favorite podcasting app, that would be great. So thanks a lot, guys. We will talk to you next time on another edition of Mobile Musings or on a full-length episode every Monday. Thanks for hanging out for another episode of Mobile Musings. Sponsored by Beyond Your Past Radio and part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. These podcasts should not be considered therapy or a replacement for medical care. Nothing on this podcast supersedes the direction of your mental health professional or medical doctor. If you like these podcasts, please leave a review on your favorite app and consider sharing it with one person who might find it helpful. Stay tuned to Beyond Your Past Radio every Monday for a full-length episode where Joanne and I talk with coaches, clinicians, mental health advocates, and others who have a story to share to inspire you throughout your journey of healing and life. And don't forget to check back every Thursday as well for another installment of Mobile Musings. Talk to you soon. Music